Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the All Things Podcast, where we gather once a week to hear real life stories about how God works all things together for good, because he is always faithful and always good. Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here for a special Thanksgiving episode of the All Things Podcast. Normally I interview an author, but today I want to share two Psalms with you to spur you on to a thankful heart. First, I'm going to read Psalm 31 and then tell you from what I read who God is. Oh Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me, for you do what is right. Turn your ear to listen to me. Rescue me quickly. Be my rock of protection, a fortress where I will be safe. You are my rock and my fortress for the honor of your name. Lead me out of this danger. Pull me from the trap my enemies set for me, for I find protection in you alone. I entrust my spirit into your hand. Rescue me, Lord, for you are a faithful God. I hate those who worship worthless idols. I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your unfailing love, for you have seen my troubles and you care about the anguish of my soul. You have not handed me over to my enemies, but have set me in a safe place. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am in distress. Tears blur my eyes. My body and soul are withering away. I am dying from grief. My years are shortened by sadness. Sin has drained my strength. I am wasting away from within. I am scorned by all my enemies and despised by my neighbors. Even my friends are afraid to come near me. When they see me on the street, they run the other way. I am ignored as if I were dead, as if I were a broken pot. I have heard the many rumors about me and I am surrounded by terror. My enemies conspire against me, plotting to take my life. But... I am trusting you, O Lord, saying you are my God. My future is in your hands. Rescue me from those who hunt me down relentlessly. Let your favor shine on your servant in your unfailing love. Rescue me. Don't let me be disgraced, O Lord, for I call out to you for help. Let the wicked be disgraced. Let them lie silent in the grave. Silence their lying lips, those proud and arrogant lips that accuse the godly. How great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. You hide them in the shelter of your presence, safe from those who conspire against them. You shelter them in your presence, far from accusing tongues. Praise the Lord, for he has shown me the wonders of his unfailing love. He kept me safe when my city was under attack. In panic, I cried out, I am cut off from the Lord. But you heard my cry for mercy and answered my call for help. 
Love the Lord, all you godly ones, for the Lord protects those who are loyal to him, but he harshly punishes the arrogant. So be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. Now think about that. David was in the middle of being stalked and hunted down by someone who was once his friend, his brother, his someone he had confidence in and could share the most intimate things and thoughts with and fears with. And now he was being hunted down by Saul. So here's who God is from Psalm 31. And just think about it from that perspective. David was having to run for his life. But this is what he saw and declared in Psalm 31. In verse 2, he said, God is our rock of protection, fortress of safety. In verse 5, he said, God is my faithful rescuer. In verse 7, he said, God is filled with unfailing love. In verse 7 again, he said, he is one who sees and cares about our anguished soul. Verse 8, he is the provider of a safe place. Verse 14, he is a trustworthy God. In verse 15, David declares that he is the one who holds our future in his hands and rescues us from our enemies. In verse 19, he is the lavisher of great goodness on those who fear him and come to him for protection. Also in verse 19, he is the one who blesses us before the watching world. Verse 20, he says, God is one who hides us in the shelter of his presence. And in verse 20 and 21, God is one who keeps us safe from those who conspire against us, safe from accusing tongues, and safe from attack. In verse 22, he declares that God is one who hears our cry for mercy and answers our call for help. One who protects those who are loyal to him. That's from verse 23. So this is what I see, of what just totally jumped out at me from Psalm 31 of who God is, because this sums it up. Verse 7, he is one who sees and cares about our anguished soul. He is one who hears our cry for mercy and answers our call for help. Verse 22. He sees and cares about our suffering, our affliction, our trouble, our pain. He sees and he cares. And then he hears and he answers. Who I, for one, am thankful for that. And then I want to share with you Psalm 136. Because we had a sermon on Sunday by uh, a local pastor friend, a good friend of my pastor hubby, and uh, Marcus Kelly preached from Psalm 136. And 
this is another Psalm of David where he is just declaring that God's faithful love endures forever. And all the way through this Psalm, every part of each verse is his faithful love endures forever. His faithful love endures forever. Every single verse is completed with that statement. His faithful love endures forever. So I'm going to read it to you. And then I'm going to tell you the four things that I saw. And I'm going to give you a challenge. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who alone does mighty miracles. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavens so skillfully. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who placed the earth among the waters. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who made the heavenly lights. His faithful love endures forever. The sun to rule the day. His faithful love endures forever. And the moon and stars to rule the night. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who killed the firstborn of Egypt. His faithful love endures forever. He brought Israel out of Egypt. His faithful love endures forever. He acted with a strong hand and powerful arm. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who parted the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever. He led Israel safely through. His faithful love endures forever. But he hurled Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who led his people through the wilderness. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who struck down mighty kings. His faithful love endures forever. He killed powerful kings. His faithful love endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, his faithful love endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, his faithful love endures forever. God gave the land of these kings as an inheritance. His faithful love endures forever. A special possession to his servant Israel. His faithful love endures forever. He remembered us in our weakness. His faithful love endures forever. He saved us from our enemies. His faithful love endures forever. He gives food to every living thing. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His faithful love endures forever. So as Marcus read that scripture to us and encouraged us to write our own psalm of thanksgiving, like David did, I just had to zoom out and look at this whole chapter in Psalms, Psalm 136. And all of a sudden I saw four parts. I saw one of where David declared who God is. In verses one through three, he said he's good. 
He's the God of gods and he's the Lord of lords. And then I saw that David declared what he does. And he did that in verse four, where he said, give thanks to him who alone does mighty miracles. What he has done is in verses five through 25, where he talks about, you know, the Red Sea parting and Pharaoh and everything, all that entire crazy, miraculous uh, story of the events of the deliverance of his people. And then David goes into, in the very last verse, what we do in response. Give thanks to the God of heaven. So not only do we see in this psalm who he is, what he does, what he has done, and what we do in response, I want to just challenge you to write your own psalm of thanksgiving this holiday season. Declare who he is, what he does, what you've seen him do, what he has done in your life, and then what we should all do in response to what you write about in that psalm of thanksgiving. So I hope that encouraged you. It encouraged me and it has just helped me to focus on who God is and how thankful I am for who he is. So from our house to yours, I pray your Thanksgiving would be full of his presence, overflowing with gratitude. And even if you're struggling, it's a hard time of year when you're grieving or you're just having a hard time with painful situations, maybe even fractured relationships within your family. I just want to encourage you to look intently for those things that you can thank him for. And I promise you, it will change everything. Whatever you look for, you're going to see it. When you look for something to be thankful for, when you look for, for what's going on in your life through the lens of Romans 8.28, where you have to sometimes probably remind yourself that we know that God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. So to look intently at just everything around you and say, Lord, show me how you are working all things together for good. And I'm going to praise you in advance for what you're going to do. In Jesus name, amen. So thanks so much for joining us today for the All Things Podcast brought to you by Redemption Press and the Romans 828 Bookstore. If today's episode encouraged you, we would love to have you share it with your friends on social media and even maybe leave a review of the podcast on Apple. And I would love to have you connect with us on the Redemption Press Facebook page where every Tuesday through Saturday at 3 p.m. Pacific, I go live talking about the spoken word, about the written word. The link is in the description. 
So thanks again for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye for now.